You're listening to The Tech Box. Okay, welcome everyone to episode 22 of The Tech Box. It's uh, this time around. It's myself and Andy Hagen. I'm Richard Fletcher. Um, And why don't you uh, just kick us off, Andy, with your thoughts? Well, uh, first of all, hello everyone. Um, I'm still Andy Hagen. I haven't uh, transitioned quite yet. Um, the thoughts of the week are quite happy with the S9 Plus, which seems to be doing rather a nice job of not being rubbish and playing around with that, that, that thought and that itch that we all get when it comes to finding something that's pretty decent and does the job. It's never good enough, is it? You're always thinking, oh, what else is out there? Or what about that phone from two years ago? And even though I haven't done anything about that, I can't help but feel like I've got some sort of mental disorder where I can't just be happy with what I've got, even if it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for yep, no, I can something else. Yeah, I agree with that. I know, I know exactly how you feel. Um, I, I must say, you've taken some fantastic photos with the S9 Plus and the S9 as well. Um, but from your feedback, it sounds a bit like it's hit and miss. Like you can take good photos, but you have to take three or four just to make sure that you get a really good shot. Would you say that was accurate? Or yeah, I would. I mean, I'm definitely no photographer. You know, I'm I'm as average as the average is Joe out there. But I think when you've got a decent camera in your in your hand, like say with an S9 or um, you know one of the many other modern smartphones out there usually the phone does the work for you and if you don't know what you're doing with professional settings or whatever you don't ever have to worry about it the phone usually comes up with a comes up with a good one whether you're on an iphone 10 or a pixel xl or whatever the s9 Mm. has a sort of temperamental bad moment now and again so i was out at some botanical gardens with the missus which is a great opportunity to take some really nice pictures of some flowers and plants and stuff and i would say 90 percent of the time in auto mode the s9 plus did a really nice job and then sometimes the photo was so bad i actually just immediately deleted it because i thought i never want to see this monstrosity again and it was a it was a mi- you shower as well just immediately <laughs> I just shower in bleach detox. i showered in bleach it's really scrubbing the skin <laughs> but- hard because i just was so disgusted <laughs> And, um, well, Samsung are an interesting halfway house, aren't they, between what Apple are doing and what the Pixel's doing, in that they do they, they do, do post-processing and things like that, and a lot of people think it's quite harsh um, in, in the smoothing and things like that, but I don't think they're doing computational stuff either because I don't think they have a pool of data to, to come from. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to, to, to think, you know, from my point of view, the, the Pixel 2 is, is a fantastic camera yeah. for me. It's made I've created some great shots with it. But as I scroll through my, you know, my albums from the last few years, nothing's appreciably different. I mean, right. they're, they're a little bit better. They, they do get better. But at the end of the day, I, I think a lot of AI these days is just the equivalent of um, somebody going into the gallery and hitting auto. After, yeah. you, after you click edit, yeah. you know it just boosts things a little bit. Especially the Huawei stuff seems to maybe maybe not the the P twenty Pro, but certainly some of the side by side pictures that I've seen with the Honor ten. Um, when you go from AI to standard, it just looks like someone's clicked the you know the auto the, button, the, 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 the auto fix button. Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. That's what it feels like to me anyway. But just going back to your what you were talking about before about not being satisfied, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, definitely. And I've, I've resisted getting any different phones. Um, I've stuck with a Pixel. The only thing that I've done is I've gone from an XL to a regular-sized one um, just because of the, you know, to the hand feel, as it were, misses. Um, <laughs> it's just easier for me to, right. to use and everything else. Because yeah. my phone usage has changed quite a lot recently. We've, we've I've employed a couple of people at work that do a lot of the stuff that I used to do. Um, so I don't need to be as, um, it doesn't all need to be as um, connected. I'm not as on the device as I used to be. And I'm, I'm consciously trying to back off quite a lot of the, you know, the social networks, not so much the social networks, but the notifications for them. Right. So that I don't put the badges on. I don't have the, you know, on some of the groups that I'm on and things like that, I'll just go into them when I want to go into them yeah. and see what's going on. I don't feel like it needs to tell me when I'm, when I need to read it. I'll, I'll make my own mind up and it kind of works pretty well. Um, so, you know, from that point of view, I mean, we're going on off track, way off track, aren't we? We were talking about cameras before. But, um, yeah, your, your S9, I mean, you've been through a few different phones recently as well, yeah. haven't you? It's not just the S9. Yeah, I'm, I had my little, uh, my fling with the V30, which was, you know, a real love affair. Absolutely loved it. But the screen just let me down. And I, I, I'm one of those people that can't, can't justify holding, you know, an eight, hundred dollar phone in my pocket or in my hand knowing that there's something majorly wrong with it and some people like say my missus for instance she wouldn't even notice what i noticed she'd just you know get on with it but for somebody like me or you or anyone else listening to this podcast you you can't live with an 800 dollar purchase knowing that you've got gray lines on the screen even if you have to look look a little bit closer and when lg fixed it under warranty it came back with uh, without any gray lines but then the screen was ever so slightly brighter at the bottom. And it's just something that doesn't sit well with me, knowing full well that if I went out and bought an iPhone 10, or if I went out and bought an S9, the screen would be 100% perfect. And that's that's mm. what I want. I want 100% perfect, especially if I'm spending that kind of money. Do you sometimes feel like we're edging towards um, an existence where we've only got a certain, like a handful of companies doing things? You know, because the, the more people are dissatisfied with HTC and LG and companies like that, the less sales they make and the less time and effort they can put into developing their products. So, you know, the likes of Samsung that are getting the sales and Apple that are getting the sales, they just get stronger and stronger and they're able to put the money into making better and better products. So it's kind of a downward spiral for the other guys. But, you know, when I think about, when I look at the high street here where where we're based at work, you know, the the shops and everything, they're, they're slowly getting boarded up. And, and all that right, kind of thing. Yeah. And you just think Amazon, you know, it's yeah. everyone's going to be working for Amazon. Yeah. Um, Amazon, Apple, or, or Google. It's just everything seems to be converging. There's less choice out there. Well, less, less, um, how can I put it? Less quality choice. I mean, the, the Pixel 2 XL is, is a device that was made by LG. And I didn't really have many issues with it um, in terms of, well, day to day use. Yeah. But when I went back onto the, the smaller one, that's a HTC device. Right. I had far less issues syncing my Fitbit to it because the Bluetooth was rock solid, whereas on the XL it wasn't. Uh-huh. I had to restart the phone quite a bit in order to uh, to just kickstart the Bluetooth system and get it to, to sync with the phone. Um, and also that screen. I mean, I'm not, not massively bothered about the screen too much, but it did used to do some weird stuff with the, with the automatic brightness. It, it used to yeah. change the hue and things like that with it as well, which I found really irritating, Yeah, especially when I could see it in front of my eyes when it was doing it. Um, 
so the smaller one's much better but um yeah i don't know it's uh it's weird i, I just think that you know you've, you've had some problems with lg and it rocks your confidence doesn't it, it? does so you go yeah. back to what you're familiar with yeah you go back to what you're familiar with which is kind of like it's, is it like admitting defeat i don't know you, you try something different and you really like it then yeah. you go back to old faithful and yeah it is it is admitting defeat in a little way although the s9 plus uh, at the moment is a phone i'm really enjoying using and i've got the um the lilac purple one so it's a little bit fruity of but, course you are but, yeah, but you know that, that that suits me just fine going back to your it point does. about the high street though I, fi- I found something um, which was interesting at work. A bunch of uh, people at work have, are renewing their contracts on their iPhones and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think, I might be wrong, but mobile phones seem to be one of those products that still requires a high street shop for people to go into and speak to a human being about getting a new one or <clears throat> renewing a contract or doing something with their phone. Um, while the clothing shops seem to be doing really badly because everyone's going online to do their clothing shopping now or getting a TV online or, you know, anything you can sort of, you don't really need to interact with a human. People are just getting it online and shops over here are closing down left, right and center and people going bankrupt and stuff. Uh, Toys R Us is another example. But a, a mobile phone seems to be a kind of almost immune to, to that downward spiral. And people still need to go into an actual physical store and say, you know, I've got a cracked screen or I think my uh, I'm up due for an upgrade or something. And um, I, unlike people like us who do a lot of our mobile phone buying online because we sort of know what we want and a lot of us do stuff out of contract and things like that. And we know the ins and outs. Um your, your normal mobile people kind of don't know that. And when they, they see my, me and my phone, they'll say, oh, you know, what what network is that on? And I'll say, it's on T-Mobile. And they'll say, oh, you, another two-year contract or whatever. And I'll say, oh, no, 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 I, I bought it outright. And then they look at me like I've got four heads. What do you mean you bought it outright? Yeah. And then you have to... Because they think they're making a saving, don't they? Yeah, and then, you, and then you explain why. And they still are sh- slowly shaking their head at you like you're absolutely bonkers. But you want to say, well, you know... If you did the maths, you would actually be the one worse off at the end of the two years than I would. Plus, I've got the freedom to do what I like. And it does get a bit sort of nitty gritty. But people's, you know, people don't really know about um, the ins and outs of a mobile phone. So they, they trust the people in the stores to, to sort of guide them and tell them, oh, yeah, your iPhone 7s yeah. are due for an upgrade. Here's an iPhone 8. And they, they go away happy. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's a strange one, isn't it? I there's so many i think a lot of normal people out there don't really get full use out of their devices anyway because they're not 100 percent sure how, how they work they see other people doing stuff and oh that's in that's cool there's a, a lady at work recently who said oh i need to bring so-and-so in in three hours just before they leave work and i said right okay she said well I, is there a reminder that, can i send myself an email or something or can i and i just said just hold down the bu- hold down the home button on your iphone and tell it to remind you at such and such a time right. to call so-and-so yeah so she did that Oh, she actually she didn't do that. She looked at me blankly. So I did it for her, and then she's like, "Oh, it's like I just, you know." And that's you know, it's simple stuff, really. Yeah, like I mean, that's like that thing, like that feature was good, released yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I like it was some Hogwarts yeah. um, spell that I put on yeah. the phone. Yeah, um, no, it's weird, isn't it? I think people often get what their friends have got as well. Um, Definitely, you know, my entire family have got iOS devices, all of them. Even you know, my daughter and the kids have got iPads and all that kind of thing. And 
you know, they look at, they all say, oh, the, your, your phone does fantastic photos and all that kind of thing. I was at a christening recently and they were all pushing me to the front saying, take some pictures because um, your phone's really, really good. But ultimately, it's, <clears throat> you know, they could all take great photos if they just knew a couple of the little rules that you need to do to frame a shot and get the light yeah. right and all the rest of it. Um, so I, I don't think there's massive amounts in it these days. Um, but I, I also think that regardless of whether they say, oh, next time I swap, you know, I'm, I'm going to get one of those. I don't think they will. I think they'd buckle at the last minute and just say, oh, do you know what? It's the unknown. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll just get what I know. And they'll, yeah. they'll end up with another iPhone, which is absolutely perfect for so many people. Yeah. For the majority of people, it would seem, you know, judging by the numbers that they're putting out there, it would seem that the majority of people are moving in that direction. And, you know, I'll be honest, we've talked about it at length before, but, you know, I go through phases of missing it, missing the, uh, the iPhone yeah. and things like that. But for different reasons, not because of what it can do, but because of the fact that it doesn't give me any more options. We're going back to your point, you know, that you made ten minutes ago, saying it's never enough. You know, whatever phone you've got, it's never just perfect. (laughs) And the good thing about iPhone is, once you've got one, that's it. If you're going to stay in the iOS ecosystem, you get what you're given and you use it, and it's so freeing in a lot of ways. Yeah, not to have to consider what the next thing out is and and all that kind of thing. You just get on with it. And I must say. From my point of view, you know, I, I get on with work far better and, and whatnot when I don't have those things on my mind. And you know, the Pixel does do that for me because it's pretty much a great all rounder for yeah. me. Um, but that's not to say I don't, you know, eye people's iOS devices longingly sometimes and just think, you know, it, it's it's a great platform and everything else. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the future will bring. You know, with regards to that, I I recently. Um, made a bit of a swap with a laptop as well. I had a 12-inch MacBook, um, MacBook, just a regular one. How long did you have that for? Um, I had it for, I've had a few. I've had quite a lot, but I, I stuck with this one for quite a while because it it's got quite a bit of warranty left on it, Apple Care Plus, and right. it's a 2016. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, wasn't, I, I was using it as a Chromebook. I wasn't using any of the iCloud stuff. I wasn't using any apps or anything else. It was just open it up, start up Chrome, and everything was in Chrome and extensions and all that kind of thing. So... I had an opportunity to swap it for a Surface Pro 4. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll give that a try. You know, it's lighter and, well, it's not actually lighter, but it's, you know, it's more flexible in that it's got the pen, it's got the touch screen. It's yeah. got a, the, the, the 3x2 aspect screen I really like. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether, whether you're familiar with that, the 16x9 or the, the 3x2 or whatever. I prefer the taller screen right. um, on a laptop for sure. Um And it, it does, uh, it benefits me a lot, I find, having more content on the, you know, beyond the fold um so yeah i've been trying that for a while but i, I can't get on with it it's the keyboard oh it's really just, uh, it's really yeah, thin it's not, isn't it um, it is thin now a lot of the pictures that you see of them that they're, they're they're kind of folded up so that they're at an angle and to me that makes them quite hollow sounding and bendy but if i put it down flat on the desk then it's much much nicer to type on it's really nice okay but, you know the, the trackpad's not there it's the trackpad's great and everything but it's not up to the standard of what i just you know what i've just swapped it for well so, coming from um, coming from a mac i mean it's probably like the the best the best standard you could come from i mean i i wouldn't go from a mac to anything else and think it's going to be better well true i mean my my thought process was it's only a matter of time before this keyboard gets a little bit of dust in it and breaks yeah um and whereas with the surface pro 4 if the keyboard breaks for any reason i just throw it in the bin and get another one for 80 pound the the recycling bin rich the recycling bin 
The recycling yeah. bin, Andy, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got to think about the polar bears, haven't I? <laughs> exactly. Um, but I've, I've still got my Pixel book that, I, that I'm that i now doing the majority of my work on. And every time I think I can't do something, like every time I, th- I think I can't, you know, edit this image or use some layers on an image yeah. or blur, you know, take a background away or something like that, every time I think I can't do that, the, the Pixel book just says, well, you can, you just do this, this, and this. Right. And it's like, oh, it's all in the browser window. It's great. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a real quandary at the moment because I'm kind of – neither one thing nor another at the moment i'm going to swap back the the surface pro 4 for the macbook again um so i'm going to swap back again so okay. i'll have that but my my main thing is do i use a pixel book and, and a pixel or do i use the macbook sell a pixel and get an iphone 10 i don't know um i'm pretty happy with what i've got at the moment so why would i even be considering that well when you <laughs> when you're serious. when you end up being pretty happy with what you've got that's a problem because <laughs> then yeah it is the little that's voice the in your head time. yeah it's dangerous because the little voice in your head says right everything's great what's next <laughs> yeah what things have we forgotten about why we left that other exactly situation i need yeah. to write this stuff down i sold my g6 well, last this time last year roughly for a daft reason, which was it was it still wasn't getting the the Nougat update, and everyone else was on. Did you have a tantrum? I had a, Did you have a tantrum? I had a it? little bit of a tantrum, and I, I threw my toys out of the cot, and I just kind of got rid of it. I only had it about a month, and I got rid of it. Of course, it got flipping Nougat the next week, didn't it? But then oh. I was thinking back about how nice it was to hold, and it was a small smallish phone, a good holiday phone especially with that wide angle lens and i started to think about maybe getting an, a, a one just just for the summer just for holidays and stuff but then am i being cheap device now, yeah it's about 250 pounds but then i'm thinking am i a complete idiot because i'm holding a really fantastic phone in my hand the, the s9 plus why would i why would i go out and spend 250 pounds on a on a G6, which is probably going to end up being exactly. sold as soon as September rolls around. And exactly. there exactly. may have been yeah. other reasons that I, I got rid of it because I can't believe I got rid of it just because of Nougat. So then... Unspecified reasons, Andy, probably. Yeah. We'll just rear their heads again. Um, but you can talk yourself in and out of these things, can't you? And, and like I say, you know, that is one benefit of having, you know, being married to a platform that you yeah. don't have any options. I mean, just going back to what we were saying before, I used to have, I remember in my Apple Notes app, um, I had a note there uh, with all the reasons why I shouldn't get an Android phone. And there were things like Overcast, which is an app that I really like. Right. Um, all, all these different reasons, about 10 different reasons why I shouldn't do it. Because every now and again, I'd look on Twitter, there'd be a screenshot of someone's home screen. I'd be like, oh, God, that looks really interesting. I could, uh, you know, I've got loads of, and then you start thinking, oh, well, the Showbox on Android, and the, you can you can clone apps on Android, and you can do all these different, and before you know it, you know, you're there, you've yeah, you've already spent spent a lot of money. So I used to have that, and I used to open it every time I used to get an itch, and I'd think, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm okay where I am. Going back uh, to your um but, your laptop saga, I had a, a fairly similar hmm. situation last month where um I had a cheap Windows laptop which it was about 150 dollars it was kind of a cheap little thing it did have a touch screen interestingly i think it was an hp something or other and um i think the screen came off so it could be a tablet or something like that um and it was fine but because it was really a tablet with uh, a very nice keyboard sort of attached to it 
it wasn't very powerful. It didn't have a lot of welly. And it was one of those, it was really annoying. Every time, I didn't use it that often. I used it maybe twice a week. So every time I, I opened it up, battery was completely dead. For some reason, it was always in standby. It was never off. When you closed it, you had to really force it to go off, so, which is something I would just forget. And then I'd find I got a dead battery. And then when I charged it and powered it up, it would say, we're downloading this, this update, which on my Dell at home would take two minutes. On this thing would take half an hour. And it was just, I've got to get rid of this thing. So then I thought, I don't mind spending a bit of money because it's, uh, it's a work laptop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be using it. I'm going to be going you know, on the train with it, coming home with it, and using it quite a bit around, around the building. So I, I ended up started shopping, shopping around and uh, I got a couple of laptops in, both new from Amazon, but both just, again, both Windows and they both went back and one actually had a, a little scratch on it on, on the screen. So that was a, an issue. But I, I, there was something about having to go back into the Windows kind of ecosystem with its rubbish app store and the, up, the constant updates, which don't take 30 seconds. They sometimes take all day, especially if you have a, ma- a massive one. There was that, you know, there was just something really kind of aged about about them, even though they were fairly new. I think they were last year's models. So then I listened to Reason and got myself a, quite a, a nice, sexy Asus Chromebook. And I just feel like a complete idiot because I'm, this Chromebook is just magical. And it was at about half the price of these um, HP laptops. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And it does everything I, ne- I need it to do. And probably, as you were saying with uh, photo stuff, could, could do a, a heck of a lot more, which I don't even know about yet. And mm-hmm. it's just brilliant. And I, I closed the lid last week. I opened it up yesterday thinking, oh, it's been about a week. It's going to be completely dead. And the battery was hovering around like 70% or something because it, it really did go to sleep. And I just thought, and it instantly yeah. wakes up. No issues, no updates, no anything. It's a re- for work, I would say now I'm a complete convert. The Chromebook is a definite yes for work. I've, I've said to him at work, you know, because I, I bought Mac Minis a long time ago. And um, they've been fantastic. They've been really good. I, I basically got sick of all the things that you mentioned, which was just, you know, someone says, oh, my computer stopped. And it's because it's doing an update or it's just frozen for some right. weird reason um, on Windows. So I bought all second-hand Mac minis. And they've done years and years of service and never, ever been a problem. I put, um, I upgraded the RAM in some of them to 8 gigs. Right. Um, but they've all been absolutely perfect. But I've just said to them now, try and start using... Um, G Suite apps, so your your Google Sheets and yeah. your you know um, all the equivalents for the Microsoft Suite and the equivalents also for the Apple Suite because some of them use Pages, some of them use Word, and and when these app when, when these Mac Minis go, I think I'm going to start replacing them with uh, with Chromeboxes. Yeah, because um, our business runs on on G Suite, so there's right. really you know, we, we get everything bundled in there. So, you know, there's no point not. Yeah. <laughs> there's no point not. But as you say, I mean, if you imagine how much you like that Chromebook, the Pixel Book is just the the epitome of that. Yeah. You know, it's, I can the imagine. screen is beautiful. It's it's just absolutely fantastic. But you always get back to this thing of, do you know, why would I pay that much money for a browser? But yeah. you ask you ask the King of Mercia, and he will tell you <laughs> that his Pixel Book is a great thing to use. Um, and I think most people who have them, you know, unless they're buying them 
to try out and then return or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think uh, people are, are really into you. I, I think the Pixel Book is for people who have tried a Chromebook, really like it, and think, well, I want a bit more. Yeah. You know, but I certainly wouldn't recommend anyone got a Pixel. I, I don't think I could recommend anybody get a Pixel Book, to be honest. Really? Unless they, uh, well, unless they really like Chrome OS. You know, if anyone said to me, um, I want to try a Chromebook, then there's a million and one different ways to get involved with that without right. spending a grand. Um, although they're down, they've, they've come down quite a bit now, I believe. In, in America, they've they've come down yeah. to, I think, about 800 yeah, Freedom about, credits or whatever yeah, it is you guys have. $800 last time I looked. But this this Asus yeah. one that I, that I bought, which is a, I think it's a 2018 model, it was like $250. And yeah, exactly. to, to be fair, you know, I don't think this thing would even ever exist if Apple never made a MacBook Air because it's very MacBook-y in its keyboard, yeah. in its look and its feel. But it's, um, I mean, for $250, I absolutely felt like an idiot spending more than that on a heavy, horrible, old, aged laptop. Um, well, it just looked aged and just looked horrible. And just that... F- very kludgy to use as well. Very kludgy. The, the RAM management yeah. and everything is everything. just... Everything. I mean, how much, how much RAM's in the Asus? Four? Something four like gigs? that, yeah. Yeah, something. Yeah, four yeah, gigs. Yeah, and I was getting maybe four, four fine, in, in the other laptops, but they were just... You know when you just have that fear of that <laughs> it's like a fear of using anything Microsoft you kind of go fingers crossed and you know <laughs> you, you open it up and you turn it on and something's not working or you know, there's no sound for no reason and a restart fixes it I'm I'm so over all of that I just want it to do its job and Apple do a great job with that with their computers and as I'm discovering you have an iMac, don't you yeah, we have an iMac at home, which is just yeah. like something out of Star Trek. It's amazing. And um, the missus is happy because finally she can use uh, Photoshop on something that's not from 1976. But, you know, Chrome, Chrome OS is a new thing for me, but I, I'm, a, I'm a big a big fan already. It's just a really good purchase. You know, when you make a purchase and you think, eh, it's, it's all right, I'll make it work and I'll fix this and I'll tweak that. You know, and yeah. it's it's never really a real satisfactory experience. I was that's how I felt with the V thirty. It was always oh, the screen isn't quite. This yeah. is one of those purchases where I think that is two hundred and fifty dollars that I would spend again if I had to get another do one. You know it's what brilliant. though, and if you have a, a Google account, which clearly you do, then it, it, everything is there. For yeah, you. it's all there. Yeah, and, and that, that's another thing I feel you know, I feel really silly about. You know, using Word online is fine, but. You know, it's the, the whole building is on Wi-Fi. Why would I save anything to an SD card or you know the internal memory? Use Google Docs. You can sort out Word later on if you if you want to because it's in Google Docs. And it's just as soon as you start writing something, it's already saved in your Google Cloud and it's everywhere immediately. Yeah, but it's, not it's only amazing. that, but it's also saving a. If you set it up in such a way that it, it'll also save it locally as well, right? Okay. You can have. There's a lot of these services are, are offline compatible now as well. Right. I know that Gmail certainly is, but I think that some of the um, some of the suite of apps are as well. Um, so it's saving a, a a copy locally as well. It won't be all the versions. I wouldn't have thought. It right, probably yeah. overwrites the the last version every time, but it's something, isn't it? At the end so of if the someone day. pulls the plug um, on the Wi-Fi, yeah. you're still going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Solar flare, you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you guys are best of friends. I, oh, yeah, I just read about that. We're, 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 it's never going to be a problem now. It's all sorted. Never. Just like, well, just like Chamberlain and Hitler. 
yeah. peace in our time. I also we'll read see. a thing. I'd read a thing yesterday that said that uh, the agreement that that Trump had made with North Korea was a lot of concessions on his part. But what they signed to agree to do is what had already been agreed to in '93, back in '93. Brilliant. Um, and they don't actually have to do anything. But I don't know. I try and stay out of all that. To be honest, it's just a bit of a it's a bit of a circus, really. But um, yeah, I don't know. So. What what else are you? Uh, what what were we going to talk about last time when we had to? Well, I remember we we, we, we talk about we mentioned um, TV streaming stuff. Yes, and for me, I'm very happy because being in the United States is not the best country in the world to be in when the World Cup is on and you don't. Gosh have... darn it! How can you say that, Andy? <laughs> the World World Cup soaker. He's in. <laughs> he's in the red zone, mate. Shut up. Uh, it's terrible. If you get if you get any commentators that are not American, it's great. If you get American commentators, it's like they're watching basketball or something, and you just end up screaming at the TV, not at the players or the missed goal, but you end up screaming at the commentators. Um, the third quarter. Uh, so what happens over here is we cut our cable many years ago because it was a ripoff, and got everything through the internet which we find is absolutely brilliant. We can get live TV, all the local channels, in HD, fine. And when we get home from work, stuff we would want to watch, um, like, say, you know, on the on the DVR from an old cable box, we can just in- instantly watch on demand anyway. So it's nothing has changed except our bill has gone down from about $170 to about 48 So that side of it is great. The only problem is... When you want to watch something specific, like the World Cup, four years ago, I I had no choice but to go to the pub and watch it in there. Not a downside, not a downside, but sometimes you do want to just watch it in your pants on your couch. Of course you do. And so... They take a very dim view of that in the pub, don't they? they <laughs> I did try it once, didn't go down well. Um, <laughs> so, and, oh, I mean, there are options for you to pay through the nose, to watch it at home, but I'm a cheapskate. So this this time around, Fox Sports have a dedicated channel on my Roku box, which is like an Apple TV. Um, and Roku is really good because uh, the, the channel selection is pretty decent. I've got Sky News on there. Um, now I've got Fox Sports and all the, all the others, like your Netflix and your Amazons and all that stuff. And so once you've, once you've paid, you know, your, your $50 for the box, that's it. And then it just hooks into your Wi-Fi. And so now with Fox Sports, they've they've done a deal. I don't know. Well, let's think about this. Fox, Trump, Russia. Yeah, it makes sense. So then that's how they're they're streaming the World Cup for for Nout. And um, Mm. now I don't don't think I'm going to have much choice on which matches to watch, especially if they're concurrent matches. Because I remember, you know, being at home, you could switch on BBC One and watch such and such or ITV and watch such and such. So if, you know, Russia are playing somebody and England are playing someone else, you, you might end up watching the, the match they want you to watch. But generally speaking, I think I'm going to be quids in. And that's a bit different from four years ago where I was in, in my pants in the pub. Yeah. Mm. We don't like to go there, do we? But, no. Um, no. I, I, I have no interest in the World Cup at all. Absolutely none. So, you know, my... My plans to, you know, for, for TV viewing and things like that are, are very, very different to yours. Right. Mine was more centered around 
when I buy content, when I buy movies and things like that, which platform should I buy them on in order to make sure that they're mine and not somebody else's? Because every time I buy a product on Sky, um, if I ever, you know, stop buying, you know, stop my Sky service or whatever, those those, um, films have gone. They belong to Sky, not me. Right, okay. Um, Even though I've bought them. And you do get a disc, or you you can get a disc, but by the t- if if you go, I think they've got several options. You can either buy a digital copy, you can buy a digital copy of a HD film and get a, a, a standard definition disc in the post, right? Or you can get a Blu-ray version of it and and get it digitally as well. But if you go for the top one, which is really what you want, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy it digitally in HD, then you want the you want the disc as well to be HD, don't you? Um, oh, yeah. That gets really expensive. So it kind of defeats the object. So, you know, Amazon's another choice. Do we do that? You know, if the chances of leaving Amazon, it, it you know, completely and totally are, are pretty remote. But mm-hmm. can you download your content and, and put it on a hard drive or something like that? And I think you can. It's probably protracted, but um, I think you can. And the same with Apple. You, you can also, you know, download programs where you can um, – strip out the DRM and things like that and put them on a hard drive. So right. I was going to go all Plex. I was just going to um, borrow um, films from the internet yep. and put them on my Plex server. Um, but, you know, it just became such a faff. I ended up selling the Plex box. I sold it on, on um, I think it was on Modico, okay. if that's the right way to pronounce it. Um and yeah, so I just sold it because it was still in the box. I'd never got it out of the box, and I, I just could not get my head around it. And yeah, I thought, you just want it to be well, easy, do you... don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I don't want it to be easy. I don't want another thing to manage. Right. And yeah. I can see, you know, old old me would have probably loved that. Would have, you know, yeah. alphabetizing everything that you've got. Yeah. All the rest <laughs> of it. But I don't have I don't have time for it anymore. No. And it's just one more job that I don't need. So my my usage basically is just, you know, we have Sky and we have Sky Q, which means it's it's different boxes in different rooms yeah. and you can stream between the boxes and all the rest of it, which is perfect for the wife because she understands how to use it. All the programs that she wants to watch are on there. Um, there's a few Sky Atlantic things, which is a, it's a channel um, that Sky have that really good dramas. And Is that the Yankee you know, stuff? The end of the day. Uh, no. Um, yeah. No, no, of course it is. Yeah, Sky Atlantic. Yeah. I think it is mostly Yankee stuff, but they've also got a lot of Nordic stuff on there as well, which oh, is right. quite good. Yeah, really, really intense stuff. There's one called Fortitude that you've probably watched, actually. I would imagine. No, I haven't, but point. if That's it's good, I'll look for it. Yeah, it's worth a look for sure. It's a bit weird, but it's nice. I like Scandinavian things. Um, you know, the architecture and, and everything. Yeah. I like it all. Um, so I like the TV as well. Um, but yeah, my most of my usage is YouTube. And most of Tia's right. usage is YouTube as well on her right. iPad and things yeah. like that. I don't often get time to re-watch things. And I've got a full catalogue of um, Galactic, you know, Battlestar Galactica and things right. like that. That are so many hours of, of TV that I can I can't ever see myself ever having time to watch it again. So that's the problem, isn't I it? Just thought, having the time, and yeah. you know, we've got a, a bookshelf with a sort of a cupboard at, at, and on the second half at the bottom, just rammed full of DVDs from over the years. We moved into this flat two years ago. I don't think I've even opened those cupboard doors. We would never mm. watch a DVD. Now, in fact, I've got the DVD player sitting under the telly on the shelf, not even hooked up, because we've had no need <laughs> to watch a DVD, especially when you've got Netflix, Hulu, 
Amazon and all the rest yeah. of it. You yeah. want to watch a film? Netflix piece, is, piece, piece of Netflix cake. is a full time job. Yeah, isn't it? Netflix is a full time. job. Netflix is a full time <laughs> job. You're absolutely right. It is. You get, and, and when you go to work and you start telling you, you start telling a work colleague about some show that you're watching, they give you one back. So now <laughs> you've got two shows yeah. that are, <laughs> that you got to watch when you get home. It's just yeah, full time job. Of course, definitely, it's very underpants friendly as well. Very underpants friendly, I find. Although not mm. when uh, the, the the UPS man turns up. He's used to it. Don't worry about him. He likes it. <laughs> He's probably seen he worse. <laughs> he has seen worse, Andy. <laughs> although, although um, he likes not. it. Don't worry about him. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, what else can we talk about? I wanted. What, what else do you want to talk about? Because I've I've done loads of talking. Um, I feel like I've done a lot of talking. I think that the um, the whole going back to what you were saying about a- Apple or Samsung, and that's pretty much it. I really do sometimes think that is going the way it's going. When we were on holiday recently, we went to a a store that it was a huge store and all it sold was phone cases. And at the time I had Mm -hmm. my V30 with me. And um, even though I knew the V30 is not quite on the beaten track, you know, you go into any cafe and everyone's either got an iPhone or a Samsung pretty much. Um, There's always that one weirdo in the corner with a, you know, a Nokia N95. Mm-hmm. went into this store thinking they probably have cases for everything and i said um to the chap you know i'm looking for a, a, a case for the for this v30 and he said i don't know what phone it is um i know we don't have any cases for it this is all iphone cases Get and the i went hell out of my shop buddy i went all iphone like not even samsung and he said no nope, it's all iphone and the place was packed full of people so the guy was doing a nice little, uh, nice little turnover. Mm-hmm. But I thought, do you never think? Do you, do you never ever catch yourself thinking, if you can't beat them, join them? Yeah, of course, absolutely. You- oh my god, all the time, all the time. But what, the nearest I get to that is going to Samsung, because yeah, yeah. for some reason I just enjoy the Android ecosystem, and. I can't say they, they take better pictures because I've seen some absolutely cracking pictures from the iPhone 10. Um, yeah, me too. And previous iPhones, to be fair. Um, mm. And it, there is a little bit of what what is everyone enjoying that I'm not when it comes to getting on the on the train and seeing absolutely every single person with an iPhone. Like, what am I doing wrong? Um, oh, that's right. I'm on February security update. That's what I'm doing wrong. It's things like yeah. that that does suddenly make you mm. think... Geez, you know, when, when they really release iOS 12, everyone's going to get it. Well, this is the... Servers all over the country are going to crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what I wanted to talk to you about, because my one of my beefs with um, with Apple was that iOS 11 was a buggy mess. And it was, um, you know, lots of people have completely denied it. But right. at the end of the day, iOS 12 is, is there to fix problems. From 11. Um, you know, from iOS 11, regardless right. of whether people think they were there in the first place or not, those people that don't think there were any problems with iOS 11 are obviously really upset with the lack of updates in iOS 12. So what kind of um, problems but, were there in when, in iOS 11 that you thought were fairly kind of common problems? I just had a lot of, a lot of problems with um, screens freezing, apps kicking me out, um, just really weird UI behavior and stuff like that. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just got to the point where it wasn't reliable enough anymore. 
Um, you know, there was things where a phone call would come in, but none of the screen buttons would work, so you couldn't answer it. So, you know, it was really frustrating when you right. throw the, the phone. But they, from what I've heard, early early reports are that this the new, you know, the iOS 12 beta, it's not a public beta, but it's a developer beta. They reckon okay. it's solid, really solid, even more solid than, you know, some of the iOS 11 stuff. But, you know, I don't know for sure. I don't know. But um, I'm going to put it on. I have an iPhone SE. So when the public betas come out, I'll put it on the SE right. and see what, see what it's like. Yeah. Apple are just really good at... Um you know, stroking their customers in the right way, meaning that if, say, my sister, for example, who's probably got an iPhone 6 still, quite happy with it, does what she wants it to do, um, they're going to bring iOS 12 out. She'll get the update. She'll not know whether to update or not. She just will. And hmm. chances are it's going to be absolutely brilliant. And she's got an ancient phone in, in relative terms. Well, if, if the rumours are true, she will notice a performance increase, right. not a decrease. Right. She won't get she won't get more features at the at the at the cost of the at the expense of um slow performance. Supposedly she should get more features and faster performance. Yeah. Um which is awesome. That's really, really that's, it's really that's amazing. Everybody's ideal situation, isn't it? And did they but say it was still, it's gonna go all the way back to the five S, is that right? 5s, yeah, the 5s. I mean, it's all the 64-bit, uh, right. all the 64-bit um, hardware, I think. Um, but yeah, it's a strange one. It is a strange. Well, one with that, you, you really can't even intriguing. accuse, you know, naysayers like me can't even accuse Apple of uh, bringing out an, an update that's going to kind of force. I use that word carefully. Kind of force people onto a newer model because. You know, oh, we're going to bring out iOS 12, so any older models are going to really start to slow down and, yeah. and struggle. But they, if they if they're they don't doing the opposite to do that, of that with software, it's they a don't really tend nice to do to that do. with software. Don't Apple? Yeah, they, they don't think they don't tend to do that with software. Don't Apple? They do it with the hardware. So right, you know, yeah. you've you've got these situations where rumored phones that are coming out next year, uh, well, in September, should I say? Right. Um, there's still a phone out there that's got a single camera, and you, you would think that. You know why would they bother to, to? They can't be much of a cost saving, but of course they have to make it a coherent step up from the bottom of the line to the top of the line. So they yeah. have to, you know, deliberately hobble some of their models. Whether it, you know it's clearly not a cost issue, but they have to hobble them just to make the the roadmap sensible for people, yeah. so that they understand what it is that they're getting. But you know, I I also have this feeling that. Mr. Yates might be right with regards to when you're skimming through your photo albums in a few years' time, whether you think, ah, uh, yeah, that was the uh, the portrait mode era, um, uh, yeah. and everyone's got the blurred background stuff. And yeah. I think I have a feeling he could be right. Yeah. Um, the wily old fox is right about quite a few things, um, what we don't like to admit. But Yeah, Gram uh, Grandpa yeah. Yates does have his moments, doesn't he? His lucid moments. Yeah, old Gramps, he does. When he's not <laughs> dishing out Werther's Originals, he's got some good points to make. When he's looking for his slippers and his blanket for his yeah. knees. Yeah, his tartan blanket. His tartan blanket that he's had in the back of the yeah. car for the last 30 years. Um, well, the benefits of the tartan blanket are that he can watch TV in his underpants and no one's offended. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, when, when home, he just leaves the door open for home help. So yeah. the uh, <laughs> meals on wheels. <laughs> I think I'm a, so I'm doing something wrong with this S9 Plus. You mentioned portrait mode, and I just remembered how absolutely awful either I am or the S9 is, S9 Plus rather, at doing portrait mode. Now, if you've got a, an object with very distinct lines, like say your classic bottle of beer in the pub. 
it does yeah. a, a pretty good job of that. I would say as good as any other phone that has that that portrait mode, live focus mode thing on it, which a lot of them do now. But if you've got a lot of busyness in the scene, and I go back to the um, the bot- botanical gardens we were at the other week, and I thought, oh, here's a bunch of flowers, and there's one flower that's kind of sticking out. This would make a great portrait mode shot. Absolutely. Did you tap yes. on the flower? Tapped on the flower. I followed the instructions on the screen where it says, you know, it's not quite ready. It's not quite ready. Okay, we're ready. You know, it, absolute mess. Not even worth keeping. Deleted straight away. And I'm having a real problem with that. But to be the, the only the only uh, upside is that I'm not using live focus. I'm just using the regular auto mode or, or pro mode. So when I take a picture of something and I want a little bit of a blurred background, not doing any live focus magic seems to produce really good results. So even mm. though I've got that option, I'm choosing not to use it. I, either I don't know how to do it properly, or it, when, it, when I do it, it's got what Leon likes to call that, that Vaseline edge look to it, and it just looks terrible. And so I don't, don't really bother with it anymore. So I'm looking at this S9 Plus, and I've got two features that I'm basically not using. I'm not using live focus, and I've completely disabled Bixby, I can't even get Bixby to turn on if I wanted to now. I think I've really turned it off. So, (laughs) you know, you get to that point and you're like, okay, I probably spent some, some of that $800 is part of that Bixby button and that live focus and I'm not even using it now, but. Oh, and then you're back to square one, aren't you? And then then you're back to looking at other stuff. And then you're looking at flipping, you know, Nokia 1020s on, on eBay. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there's no, there's no real answer to that, is there? But no. I, I, when I had a Note Eight briefly, I, I found the portrait mode was pretty good, and I like the fact that you can alter its strength after the fact as well. It's a really big feature. Yeah. Um, the the pixels is pretty good. I've taken some nice pictures. That they certainly don't look natural. They don't look, you know, they don't look. Um, there's something of the uncanny valley about them. But I don't mind that because I'm not taking a picture for its realism in that right. situation. Yeah. I'm taking a picture. As, as a picture, as something to look at. Yeah. Um, if I wanted realism, I'd turn the portrait mode off for sure. Yeah. But it, it, there was there are times when that won't work because it's software based rather than lens based. It, I, I noted that it got really confused in in the snow. So when I was trying to take portrait mode shots whilst it was snowing a few months ago, because the background was just mainly white, it didn't have a clue what what it was doing, um, and hardly any of the portrait mode shots would come out. But the nice thing about the pixel is it'll it'll take both shots in one, so you can choose yeah. whether you want the natural shot or the portrait shot. Um, here's another question for you that I'd forgotten. Did you watch? And I know the answer to this already. I think. Did you watch any of IO or WWDC? I did not. Well, that was a very quick subject. To <laughs> and now let's talk about <laughs> tripods. Well, um, I, I did watch. I watched IO mostly. Um, but I, I didn't watch any of WWDC. But now the Rich Fletcher. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. But the Rich yeah. Fletcher of five years ago would have watched WDDC and would have not watched <laughs> IO. Am I right? No, absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely true. <laughs> so what, what's uh, happened? <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, cynicism and all that kind of thing, of course. But the the overall feeling that I was getting was that you know I was watching the Google event and I was thinking. All these things, the the you know the the strap line was always, here's some cool things that we've made and they're available for everybody to use. 
right. regardless of platform or anything. Th- th- these are things that we've updated that you can use on anything. And I like that. You know, I think that's fantastic. A lot of people said that the Google Duplex thing was creepy and that, um, you know... It was, though. It was a bit creepy. creepy. I I think it was, but I think that announcing that it's an AI will make sure people just put the phone straight down. Right. Um, I don't think it's a... It's not a feature that I would ever use, I don't think. I mean, I'm of the era where you used to send a fax and then ring someone up to see if they'd got it. Yeah, well, you mentioned Um, Battlestar Galactica earlier, and that sort of thing is like edging towards the the flipping Cylons taking over. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, well, yeah, absolutely. But I would would not trust, I'd say not trust it, but I would definitely be like, I really need to ring the addresses just to make sure that they got that. Yeah. Um, You know, just make sure that I'm definitely... Definitely in there, but I wouldn't trust you know, these it. things. You know, we don't live in Silicon Valley. All these things that they that they demo on stage, where oh, we're all getting together for a, for a meal, and, and you can search in line, and you can do it. No, that doesn't happen. No, that, as far no. as I'm concerned, that doesn't happen <laughs> in my life anyway. No, um, you have to you have to juggle sixteen different text message threads just to yeah get someone's birthday yeah. party together. So I also watched a condensed version of the WWDC um, keynote as well. Um, from I think it was from The Verge, and their strapline was quite different. I thought in that you know Google's was here's a lot of stuff that we've made that anyone can use, right? And Apple's was this is a lot of stuff that we've refined that you can only use if you have an iOS device. And right. I get that's what they're all about and everything else, but it was very you know this is our this is our little you know our little click of people and and everything else and. They also they are struggling a little bit with the with the diversity side of things. It is just you know it's old white men, and that that's a bit of a problem going forward because those old white men aren't going to be around forever. Yeah, and exactly. They, you know, they at the moment are the tone of the company, um, but they're increasingly out of touch. I mean, they did a video at the start. It was kind of a tongue in cheek um, product developers, and they, it was kind of done in a David Attenborough style, I believe, where they. You know these developers out in the wild and all that kind of thing. And right. a lot of people say that it was really tone deaf. I mean, a lot of, loads of people say that it was fun. I always find those those films that they do quite fun. But a lot of people were saying it was a bit tone deaf and a little bit insensitive and everything else. But I just don't think they're culturally as in touch as um, some of the other companies. I'm not saying Google are, but I'm just saying that Apple seem to to get it wrong quite a lot when it comes to things like that. But like I say, going going right back to to my sort of ultimate impressions of that whole thing was that iOS 12 seems like a huge win. It yeah. seems like no one can complain about that at all. It's just everything has been refined. You know, a, an already brilliant system has been refined. Yeah. And it's also been, you know, the efficiency has been worked on as well. So you can go back into older hardware and re revitalize it. And you can't fall on for that, can you? You can't you say can't. that's anything about grade. That's nothing about greed at all because the guy with the iPhone seven oh, yeah. might decide to keep it for another year. Yeah, iPhone six even. And I think that's yeah. that's the big thing. It's it's making whatever they've done to make that happen is is definitely gonna make people see Apple as a, a sort of a more friend a friendlier company because they're doing nice things mm. for, for their old customers from years ago. And, you know, wherever I am on that line between happily with, you know, coming from windows phone for a long time happily with android right now and maybe on there's a line from android to ios and it and every time something happens like um 
you know, the iPhone 10, I know I'm not a fan of the notch, but I absolutely un- understand that the hardware and the screen are just to die for. And every kind of iteration of the iPhone nudges me further along that line. And, you know, I used to say, you know, I'll never, ever get one. But you, as Sean Connery once said, never say never. And so at some point in the future... I might actually end up with an iPhone as my main device and just completely go against everything I've said for years. And because it's changing so much and everything, uh, it seems to me anyway, listening to various podcasts um, such as Tech Talk UK and Nick and Kev doing a brilliant job with that. You know, every time a new one comes out and, you know, Kev might say, I'm, I'm not getting it, I'm happy with this one. And you know he's going to get it two weeks later. You then realize why, because there are features on that that, you know, just brilliant. And again, which we've said before, Apple really know what they're doing with it. The apps don't kind of kludgily crash halfway through or never get updates you know why are all of our well why are all of our friends on iOS devices because it just works, yeah. and yeah, why are the people that we and respect the, in the yeah and, and the, the argument the of well yeah. you know I'm a geek so I want to I want to tinker and I want to tweak uh, Android well I've had the S9 Plus for a few weeks now and I'm not tweaking it I'm just using it and sometimes mm. things happen on it that don't make any sense and you know like Live Focus for example and so it's more and more, especially with the, with the great news coming out from iOS 12 and what people are saying about it, it's just another nudge for me along that line. And I think the trajectory is, for me, actually heading towards an iPhone. And it used to be things like, well, it doesn't have glass. It doesn't have a glance screen. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. And And those features are kind of slowly creeping in. Like now it has wireless charging. Um doesn't have a headphone jack, but you know, I hardly ever, I'll hold my hand up and say, even though I really want that feature and I think it's daft, it, it went, I hardly ever use it. Um, yeah, I'm in love with my AirPods still. I use them every day. Yeah. So it's... I it, think I, this is deja vu, this is Andy. I'm pretty sure the last time we spoke, we were pretty much, I had a suspicion that you were eyeing the Apple website as we were talking. And <laughs> I, I was about to hover over the buy it now button as well. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're talking ourselves into it, aren't we? It's so strange. But I know. Um, but you walk past the know. Apple store and just know that if you ever had a problem with anything, you can just walk straight in and be treated yeah. like a human being. And yeah, that is true. And I'm all, I'm already paying for premium with a with an S nine plus. I'm paying for premium. But well, you could say you could say in actual fact that when you like, if you try and find a second hand iPhone ten these days, because I, I, I look for them all the time. And they're around about seven hundred and fifty quid for a sixty-four gig one. Right. Still, you can't really get them less than that. Yeah. But if you look for an S nine plus, I bet I can get an S nine plus for less than that after it only mm-hmm. been out for a couple of months. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, they just don't hold you know, the value so, like the iPhones do. No. Andy, stop it, please. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I knew what I was going to do. By the end of this podcast, we're both going to have iPhone tens in the mail. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, do you know what my main thing is more than anything is when I put my priorities, when I lay my priorities out on the table, I just think, do I have the time and the energy and the inclination to to tinker? 
and mess right. and swap and change yeah. and everything else like that. And if I am just here's your iPhone, use it. Yeah, you can get on with so you know I can be I can be busy doing so many other things then rather than watching YouTube videos on someone's Nova launcher setup. Right. Yeah. Like and, that, yeah. Exactly. I can be. Yeah. yeah, I can be watching AdWords, but you know things that I need to educate myself in. I can look at AdWords videos and yeah. and you know Photoshop videos and marketing video, all these different things that I want yeah. to be keeping up to date with, and yeah. also spend more time with my kids and I know. all that and kind of thing as well. Eight eight years ago, I was deep in the the nerdy world of the Nokia N nine hundred, which you couldn't use without a PhD in coding, and I really enjoyed it. And I'd be in those forum chat rooms finding out about this and that. And, oh, there was a Maps app, but it didn't have voice. But if you did this and that and coded this in and put, you could have voice. And it was just, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And people around me, I think it was the iPhone, I'm going to say 4S at the time, would just think, would just think I'm an absolute nutter using this, this kludgy machine that was, you know, from the 1970s. But I really enjoyed it. And it, it but were, you, of, were you with Holly then? Uh, I just met her actually. I just and met her. And then you got rid of it. And then I got rid of it. Yeah. And then I just thought. Because you didn't have time. You know, you've got other things to do then. Yeah. And, you know, with my job now. Other things to tinker with. There, there's busy, it's, busy, it's a busy day. And it starts early and it finishes late. And then I'm, I'm out with the missus in, in spare time having fun and doing stuff. And I just don't. Yeah. I don't want to spend that time, like you say, watching YouTube videos on how to change the, the icon from this to that. I can't be bothered yeah. with it can't be bothered with it it used to be fun but now I, i'm just a grumpy old man i just want things to work we are both like waldorf and statler though, aren't we? <laughs> yeah we you know all these notes i've pretty much ripped up that i made for this episode because we've gone from being you know i've got to talk about all these things to well let's just submit <laughs> let's just yeah. go and get an iphone and yeah and let's just, just be happy and, let's and, talk about how brilliant lumias were yeah, let's get an iPhone and go for a picnic instead. Yeah, exactly, and hold hands um, on the way there. Yeah. Well, that's it's coming up to the hour, Rich. It is coming up to the hour. What are we on now? We're on, yeah, yeah, 57 minutes. So yeah, Not bad. We should probably think about wrapping up. You've probably got to go to work. Are you going to work today? Yeah, I'm going in today. Um, off to Australia in July, and that has well, brought out another... I mean... Uh, well, yeah, you know, why not? You know, you know, it's actually easier to get to Australia from... New York than London, I think. But that has brought in that classic gra- bringing in Grandpa Yates again. He, every time he goes on a holiday, he's like, now, which of these 26 phones shall I take? Yeah. I'm yeah. having the same issue. I want to go to Australia and take cracking pictures, but the sensible one, the sensible voice in my head saying, well, go and get a DSLR. I don't want to yes, lug something absolutely. like that. I don't absolutely. want to lug it around, though. I don't want to lug it around. I want to be able to well, just slip get it in one of those shorts. Sony Sony things. What are those Sony compact cameras that people rave about? Because they just take brilliant pictures. You have to ask Leon. I can't remember what they're... Because I, I know I'll end up taking the S9 Plus and put it, putting it on airplane mode and using it as a camera and then thinking, what am I doing? This isn't actually a camera. It's a phone. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're yeah. going to go to Uluru and the Great Barrier Reef and the Sydney Harbour, the whole nine yards, I want to take some amazing pictures. But then I remember, I think, oh, Andy, shut up. Your missus is a photographer and she's taking a cracking $3,000 camera with her. She can take all the good pictures and I can nick them and then pretend that they're they're mine. Yeah. Is that true? She's a photographer? Yeah. So all these fantastic pictures that you take, now there's a massive air of doubt over all of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, can I just be honest for a second? Yes. I will be really honest. We'll be walking through the park. We'll be walking down the street. Even when she's on her old ancient but still capable LG G5. And she'll stop and take a picture. And I'll go, yeah, I think I'll take one too. So every <laughs> every time, because she's very good at composition, I will never see it. Oh, what's she taking a yeah. picture of? There's a, there's a road sign and a thing. And I'll go, oh, okay. So then I'll sneak up behind her and take one as well. And then I'll oh. see what I'll see how she's cropping it, and then I'll do the same, and it will just look amazing. And I'll think, no, I never would have thought of that. So. <laughs> do you know what this conjures up images of Andy <laughs> when on. the adult is driving and the kids in the passenger seat with a fake steering wheel pretending they're driving as well. It's <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> so yeah, all, all credit to my wife. All credit. Anyway, if you ever see a picture on Instagram and think, oh, Hagen, not bad, mate. It's just my wife. It's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, what can you say? I, I've, I've thought about getting a camera as well and just getting a, like a, you know, a phone that's not, <laughs> that's neither in or there that just does the yeah. job and, and actually spending more time with, with the camera and, and all that kind of thing. But come back to the same thing again. Right. I don't have time for another hobby, really. I don't have time for it. I don't day, have time for that. And I also would like to, have the the phone on on airplane mode so i can actually enjoy where i am and not worry about oh i wonder what trump's up to and did did yeah. school email me today i just want to be able to to switch off and enjoy Absolutely. the place and one good thing about australia is they are very pro pants in the pub nice 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 thank you for listening to the tech box and we hope you enjoyed this episode if you would like to help our good friend Nick Robinson, who you may know as Ratcat from the Tech Talk UK podcast, I'm sure he would appreciate your help in the form of a donation, no matter how small. Nick has, for many years, been one of this community's most helpful and well-liked members, and we would like to help him out in his time of need. If you would like to lend a hand, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash ratcat. That's paypal.me forward slash r-a-t-k-a-t thank you and we'll be back soon for more chat in the tech box